You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, Get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Welcome back to another episode of Mikey's Indie 500. I am your host, as always, Mikey Man Freddy, and thank you all for joining me on another lap on my race through the independent wrestling scene, where I'll be watching 500 independent wrestling matches in the year 2020. Let's get right into our next 10 matches. This match was recommended to me by Reddit user AlexM on uh, Reddit. And thank you, Alex M., for that. We have Will Ospreay versus Jimmy Havoc from Progress Chapter 20. And for the Progress Championship, and oh my god, this match was absolutely insane. These two absolutely went into this hating each other more than two human beings have ever hated anyone ever. Uh, Both of their entrances were super awesome. Uh, Will Ospreay had his uh, Assassin's Creed theme because he clearly loves that game so much. Uh, and Jimmy Havoc was dark and twisted and terrifying as I, as I expected. Uh, this match starts off quick when Ospreay just immediately starts beating the absolute crap out of Jimmy Havoc. Uh, they just brawl for a while back and forth and then they start breaking out the weapons. Because what I didn't mention is that this is a no disqualification match so they are free to do whatever the heck they want to each other and there's crazy chair spots there's ta- there's spots with tacks there's brutal spots where jimmy havoc brings out an axe it is just absolutely wild uh both of these guys take an absolute beating like there's this weird it looks like there's going to be a superplex through a table but it gets botched, but it ends up working because it looks like a move that just per- puts them perfectly through the table and didn't look like anybody got too badly hurt. Uh, I think Osprey took, like, three Acid Rainmakers in this match. Jimmy Havoc went through tables, got his head bashed in. It, this match was absolutely nuts. There was just anything you can think these guys can do, they did it to each other. Jimmy Havoc, I'm pretty sure, took out two referees during this match. It was absolutely wild. Uh, But in the end, Will Ospreay didn't say die. 
after three acid rainmakers and kicking out of every single one, he comes back and hits Jimmy Havoc with a 630 and gets the one, two, three, and becomes the new Progress Wrestling Champion. After a 603-day reign from Jimmy Havoc, it finally comes to an end when Osprey hits the 630. A movie hasn't hit in, I think it was nine months, they said. Oh, this match was crazy. Like, you guys need to watch it. I gave this match 4.75 meatballs out of 5. It was absolutely bonkers. These two beat the absolute crap out of each other, and it was a barnstormer, and I loved every minute of it. This match was uh, recommended to me by the Reddit user DPS Snacks. So thanks for thanks for that recommendation. We have a match from the inaugural GC from the inaugural GCW Collective, the of uh, the origin the first ever Josh Barnett Bloodsport. We have Jonathan Gresham versus Masashi Takeda in a Bloodsport match, which means there's no ropes and you can only win by knockout or submission. This match was a grapple fest. They absolutely took each other to the mat and twisted each other in knots that you've never seen before. They absolutely controlled each other on the ground and really tried to get those tap outs. But at some point in the match, it became a slugfest. Uh, these two just started beating the crap out of each other with brutal, brutal strikes. There was a point where Takeda gets busted open and tries to grab a chair and crack Jonathan Gresham in the head. There's just wild wild points in this match they go from being like a uh uh grappling mma style fight to just a brawl so so early and this match ends when takeda knees jonathan gresham right in the jaw and knocks him out and gets the win via knockout uh this match was nutty it was shorter than i expected but they fit so much into that short amount of time and it was a great match. Uh, I gave this match 3.5 meatballs out of 5. It was great. Uh, these two put on an awesome show, and I re- and I enjoyed it. This House of Glory match is, was recommended to me by Ponsecutor uh, on Reddit, so thank you for that. We have a match from House of Glory 7 for the House of Glory World Championship. We have Zack Sabre Jr. versus Amazing Red. And this is a great, great, great clash of styles because we have Amazing Red with his high-flying, quick agility kind of style. And then we have Zack Sabre Jr. with his technical ground uh, submission style. And it was a really cool to see these two battle it out. There was points where it looked like Amazing Red was trying to beat Zack Sabre Jr. in his own game and take him to the ground and take him to the mat. And it wasn't really working out because Zack Sabre Jr. had a counter for everything Red was doing. But... The, the match pace finally speeds up after a little while and gets to the point where Amazing Red wants to be, and he starts hitting Zack Sabre Jr. with everything he's got, just move after move after move after move with such high velocity that Zack Sabre Jr. can't keep up. Uh, it, it went from... It, it just turned into an all-out brawl so quickly. These two just started beating the crap out of each other. Red was go, go, go. Zack Sabre Jr. was trying to get him to stop, stop, stop. But there was a point where Zack Sabre Jr. finally slows down Amazing Red and works him over with every kind of submission hold you can possibly think of because that's what Zack Sabre Jr. does. He ties people in freaking knots because he is a master submission artist. They're absolutely kicking the life out of each other, these two. They are throwing penalty kicks back and forth and just with with all of their might in their bodies. But in the end, after a wild ending sequence, 
Amazing Red wins when he hits a frog flesh on Zack Sabre Jr. and comes out victorious. This match was awesome. These two put on a great, great show. So, in the end, I gave this match between Zack Sabre Jr. and Amazing Red 3.25 meatballs out of 5. It was good. These two put on an awesome show, and I really liked it. Next up, we have a mat. We have the first of a trilogy I already watched one of. We have Daniel McCabe versus Timothy Thatcher from 3-2-1 Battle. We actually have the first match of the trilogy. Uh, this was this match was recommended to me by Zandig's Jesus Promo on Reddit. So thank you for that. Uh, this match was absolutely insane, as I figured it was going to be after I watched the uh, the third match in the series between these two uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, they go at each other right off the bat. They just start beating the crap out of each other. The are they are just tying each other in knots, putting each other in every submission hold you could ever think of. Uh, there's amazing reversals from both of these guys. Thatcher's playing an awesome heel. McCoppy's playing an awesome face. The crowd is loving both of these guys. Um, and Thatcher is absolutely beating McCoppy down. There is, he just seems to be in complete control here. But when McCoppy finally gets going, he really gets going, and he absolutely puts on a clinic towards Thatcher. And he starts countering everything Thatcher is doing. He maybe starts getting a little bit of a read on him. He got the download. Uh, and in the end, Makabe, Daniel Makabe ends up picking up the victory with a vari- with his variation of the counter mutilation and gets the, gets the submission out of Timothy Thatcher. Uh, that match was great. They put on an awesome, awesome, awesome match. And I can't wait to watch the only one I haven't watched yet in the series. Uh, I'm sure it'll it'll be just as much of a banger as the other one. Um, I give this one 4.5 meatballs out of 5 just because this match was awesome. So, that brings us to the end of our, uh, recommended matches that I got via Reddit. And now these are matches that I found, um, on my own. And let's get started. First up, we have Jordan Grace and Penelope Ford versus Kimberly and Skyler from Beyond Wrestling. Uh, this match was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it was a nice, quick tag team match. A lot of good talent all put together in a ring, and they all, you know, did their thing and just had some awesome sequences between each other. Uh, for Penelope Ford and Kimberly just gave each other a slugfest. Uh, there was some sick sequences. They get great lockups here and there. There's just they all get to showcase what they're good at, and it shows. And it and it's just a quick ten minute tag team match that. Shows off all these women in a really good light. Uh, I really like this match. Uh, in the end, Lee and Skyler do win it, though. I gave this match three meatballs out of five. It was great. It was just a decent tag team match. Next up, we have another match from Beyond Wrestling and another Kimberly match. We have Kimberly versus Keith Lee from Beyond Wrestling. Uh, this match was awesome. Uh, Kimber and Kimber had to do a little convincing to get Keith to fight her, which we we talked about last week. I wasn't really, I'm not really a fan of this whole. Oh, I'm a guy. I shouldn't be hitting a girl. Why are we wrestling? Blah, blah, blah. I think that's ridiculous. You guys are wrestlers, so fucking wrestle. Like that's it. End of end of story. Anyway, once that's all over, Keith Lee does put his all into this match and uh, gives it 100. percent And they both put on an awesome show. Uh, Kimberly was the one who actually starts this match off on the uh, on the aggressive foot and starts just 
beating the crap out of Keith Lee and just throwing him into the turnbuckle and hitting him with shoulders and clotheslines and just knocking him around. But, of course, Keith Lee does end up stopping that at some point and gets the upper hand and just starts tossing Kimberly around like a rag doll. Um, there's a huge spider suplex from Kimberly later in the match that, was, that is sick, sick, sick to watch. It looks like she absolutely destroys Keith Lee. But in the end, Keith Lee does come back and oh, and almost spirit bombs Kimberly through the ring for the victory. I gave this match 3.5 meatballs out of 5. This match was great. Uh, these two put on an awesome, awesome match, and I really, I really liked watching it. Uh, and it really showed how much of an underdog Kimberly is, and it really showed how much of a powerhouse Keith Lee is. Um, it shot off the best in both of these people, and it was good. Next up, we have a match from Riptide Wrestling. We have a match between Karen Noir and Paul Robinson. Uh, this, these two, these two have the most opposite personalities I have ever seen in a wrestling ring. These two are just polar opposites of each other. We have Karen Noir being like the mister the mysterious kind of oddball like dancer type versus Paul Robinson who's like the from the streets bad boy fuck you if you look at me wrong kind of type. So it's it's really crazy watching these two in the ring together um and seeing how they both play off the crowd in their different ways. So uh Noir controls this match from the start. Uh it starts off really good. Noir's got it looks like uh, Noir kind of has Robinson's number. Robinson does, however, come back by playing super dirty, as we all expected he would, because he's a sick heel in this match. There is a great back and forth between the two. Like, you never know who has control at what point, because they are just both hitting hitting crazy moves on each other and reversing each other and just both getting the upper hand. You can never tell who's ahead at some points, which is crazy. It was a great catch uh, Noir, there was one point where Paul Robinson tried to jump on Noir, but he caught him and hit him with a crazy move. But in the end, Paul Robinson does win this match with uh, his signature curb stomp. I gave this match three meatballs out of five. This match was good. These two uh, are awesome competitors, and they really showed off uh, their character work. And they, it was it was definitely more of a character work match for sure. But they also showed off some great wrestling in between, and I really enjoyed it. After that, we are staying in the world of Riptide Wrestling, and we have Chikara versus Cassius. Right off the bat, I noticed that Cassius has this awesome energy to him. Like, when he comes to the ring, he just exhumes this this aura that makes you want to watch him. Like, it makes you want to watch his match and see what he's all about, because he's really just super charismatic, and I was super... As soon as I saw him enter the ring, I was, I was hooked. I was like, I gotta watch this match. This guy looks awesome. He looked great, and I was very, very excited to watch this match. So, they started off by giving each other some uh, schoolyard insults. Uh, Chikara's insulting Cassius and his uh, his gear. Cassius is insulting Chikara's weaves. Uh, it's it's wild. Uh, they are just throwing, they're slinging insults back and forth to each other. Uh, there's a point where Cassius yanks Chikara down by her weave, uh, and uh, Chikara does end up taking control of this match after that. Uh, after after some offense, she gets in and which looks brutal, by the way. She's absolutely it looks like she's absolutely beating the crap out of Cassius and just doing whatever she can to knock him the heck out. Uh, 
there was a part where Jakari insults, catches his eyebrows, and he goes off the chain and goes 0 to 100 real quick. He just starts beating the absolute crap out of Jakara, but he got a little bit too emotional, and Jakara capitalized and gets the victory, gets the 1 2 3 on Cassius and wins the match. This match was great. Uh, these two got these two uh, people put on an awesome match. I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, I gave this match 2.75 meatballs out of 5. Uh, it was a little short. It could have been better. Still fun, though. Still a good match to watch. Um, it just could have been more for me, uh, but otherwise it was good. So, next up, we have a triple threat match from Outlaw Wrestling. We have Joey Ryan versus Orange Cassidy versus Casanova Valentine. Uh, I've never heard of Casanova Valentine before this, but I was very interested in him after this. He seems like a great wrestler and a great performer, and he really put his... uh, He really gave me... He really got off on the right foot for me with this match uh, when he stepped in with some great comedy work, stepping up with the best of, like, Joey Ryan, Orange Cassidy. Um, Like I said, I don't know if uh, Casanova Valentine is... Very much known for his comedy work, but he did a great comedy job in this match, and I really liked watching it. Um, so, there is a lot of parts in this match that I loved, like when Joey Ryan and Orange Cassidy have a battle b- between the the dick and the pockets. Joey Ryan keeps trying to get Orange Cassidy to touch his dick, Cassidy keeps trying to get his hands back in his pockets, and it's just a big back and forth between the two guys, and... It looks like Casanova is just kind of watching from the side. It's really funny. Um, OC is pretending he's going to tap. Everyone takes a big, big chop. Casanova looks like he's in a submission hold. He's going for the ropes. It's really fun. Like, there's just so many funny moments in this match. This match is hilarious. This match is fun. This match is lighthearted. It's not a five... It's not a five-star, six-star Meltzer rated match. It's, it is a fun, interesting comedy match between these three guys and they all put on an awesome awesome match that absolutely made me laugh more than once um i gave this one three three and a half meatballs out of five it was just fun to watch and i really enjoyed uh i really enjoyed getting into this one and last but not least we have one more comedy match on the list we have colt cabana and dick justice versus chuck taylor and orange cassidy from Beyond Wrestling. Uh, this tag team match was a riot. These guys are all so funny. They're all so good at being comedy wrestlers. They're all so good at wrestling. They're all so good at being comedy wrestlers. This whole match was just funny and good. And they really put on a sick, sick, sick match. They got, really, they got off a really quick start. Um, with a great sequence between Cabana and Chuck Taylor. They just keep taking each other down, hopping back up, throwing each other around, hitting each other. This is wild. Like, it starts off with a wild sequence between the two that was really, really great and really immediately hooks you into this match because you're like, oh, damn, that's how they're going to start this one? Whoa. I didn't think I was going to get that this early. Um, then there's an awesome sequence uh, when they both tag out with, between Orange Cassidy and uh, Dick Justice where it's like... It feels like it should be a sequence, but it takes place at Orange Cassidy speed. So it's like two sloths performing a wrestling sequence against each other, and it's really funny. Because you could tell that if it was sped up, it would have been a sick sequence, but 
it was done in the Orange Cassidy Dick Justice style where it was just slow and steady and they just you know they didn't really hurt each other it was pretty funny though it was really funny to watch um, they took it slow uh, there's one point where Chuck and Orange there's a few points in this match where uh, Orange Cassidy and Chuck try to get a couple double team moves in where Chuck holds uh, holds their opponent and tries to get Orange to hit him but it barely ever works. Uh, it always ends up in some calamity of how uh, Orange Cassidy ends up hitting Chuck by accident, and they just have a little bit of miscommunication. And just there's one point where Chuck's chest just takes a beating. Just he just gets chopped by everyone in this match more than once. Uh, it's really really funny. Uh, he like he there's there's some points where you just can't catch a break in this match. Like you just you just at some point you just start feeling for him. It's like oof. Sorry, man. You're trying your best here to get some double team moves in, but you just can't, and everything just keeps going wrong for you. Uh, so yeah, this match was just fun. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's free on YouTube. Uh, this match was great. Uh, this match ends when Orange Cassidy rolls up Colt Cabana and gets him down for the one, two, three, and gets the victory for him and Chuck Taylor. Uh, this match was great. I gave it four meatballs out of five. You should definitely go watch it if you get the chance. It is funny. It is good wrestling. And all these guys are just great. Um, so that wraps it up for my matches today. That, that rounds out to 10 matches. That is 110 matches in the books. We are, oh, we are getting there, guys. We are on the way to 500. I am so excited to keep watching more wrestling and giving you more reviews and letting you know about more matches that maybe you haven't heard of before. Um, I would love your suggestions, so please please send those in to me at MikeyM133 on Twitter or at HitTheBooksPod on Twitter using the hashtag HTP500. Send me all of your match suggestions from the independent scene that I should watch. I would highly, 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 highly appreciate it if you did. And if you do, I will shout you out on the show like I did with uh, the guys who sent me, the guys or gals or non-binary pals who sent me messages about what matches I should watch on Reddit. Uh, I shouted them out, and you guys can get a shout-out too. Just send me your match suggestions, and I will watch whatever you send me. Like I am I am your puppet here. Send me whatever matches you want me to watch, and I will watch them. Uh, and remember to check out, on this same feed, check out uh, the main podcast, Hit the Books, uh, where me and my co-host, Ryan Knightsey, uh, book smackdown every single week we have our own roster we book our own matches we book our own promos we make our own pay-per-view cards we book smackdown from head to toe and after our wrestlemania special it will be smackdown versus raw coming in season three so tune in you absolutely do not want to miss that uh go tune in to hit the books every single friday it's gonna be awesome i promise you before we go, guys, I just wanted to give a quick message, and that message is support your favorite independent wrestlers. They are going through a tough time, like probably a lot of us are, but if you are able and are financially willing and stable to do so, support them any way you can. Buy their merch, go to their GoFundMes, help them out subscribe to their patreons their whatever just do whatever you can spread the word of independent wrestling help these guys get back on their feet because the, the wrestling business is taking a really big hit right now with uh all this covid19 craziness happening 
So, always remember, wash your hands, don't touch your face, use sanitizer, gloves, the whole nine. Make sure you are staying healthy, make sure you are staying clean, and make sure that you are doing what you can to stop the spread of this virus. And always, always, always support independent wrestling, or else we wouldn't have this show. Like, and what will we, what will we do without the indies, guys? That's where we get. We've gotten so many stars from there, and it's it's the backbone of the wrestling industry, and we can't just let it fizzle out because of this virus. We got to come together as wrestling fans and do what we can and show our support for wrestling and really help them get through this. Um, that's all I wanted to say. So I guess thank you all again for joining me on another lap on my race through the independent wrestling scene. Uh, I can't wait to get to 500. We are getting there, guys. So keep tuning in. Keep sending me your suggestions. And always support independent wrestling. Um, With all my rants out of the way, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.